Welcome back to The Shelf Oddities. I'm Serafina. And I'm Eri. And the oddity that I'm feeling today is a coffin planchette specifically made out of an embalming table. And I'm definitely feeling like a huge chunk of moss agate. That's fair. Yeah, I think we <laughs> saw a couple of those, actually. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good week. So it's, how are you feeling this week? How are you doing? It's been a great week. I'm feeling pretty good, tired from our long journey. Yes. I think um, we have traveled very far. Very far to the ocean, <laughs> as mm-hmm. I like to call it. A long drive. I'm tired. You're tired. We'll be tired for 85 years. And why is that? Is that because we just got back from our Mecca? We just got back from the homeland? The homeland? The truest journey of them all? The altar of our faith? Salem. The best place in the entire world. Salem, Massachusetts. We sure did. We sure did. And it was such a good time. It was incredible. You know what? Talking about our long journey, I'm actually probably going to start off the top of this episode by thanking my spouse for driving us. A hero of the people. I mean, we're talking 14 hours both ways, and this man was a machine. A machine. And we just want to start off the episode thanking him for making the entire thing possible in the first place. This episode is for you. This episode is sponsored by his drive to get us to where we need to go safely. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, Erie, I'm thinking we're going to take our little oddlings through our journey day to day. Do you want to start us off with Sunday? Yeah, so Sunday we got to... Massachusetts. We stayed in Danvers. Danvers, yes. We actually stayed at the Candlewood Suites, which we got. They have a two-bedroom floor plan, which was awesome. It was amazing. It was nice because we had our own space, but we could still come together. Yeah, so if you're traveling with another couple or, like, say, siblings, and you'd like to have some space but still be together, it was a good option. It was kind of like a random out-of-the-blue thing. If you have access to a car or you're renting a car, it's a great option. Also, I have to say that the hotel bathroom had the best mirrors for selfies. They, yeah, the lighting Quality. was immaculate. Incredible. So I think we got there around like 1.32-ish, mm-hmm. and we got to check into our hotel room early, thank God, so that yeah. your partner could sleep yes. uh, from carrying us to victory <laughs> that day. So we took a, a few hours to take a power nap, and then we went to eat at... Was it Barry's Tavern? Barry's Tavern, yeah. It was very good. It was a quaint little shop, tavern. I mean, it was like, Danvers is super cute, like a super cute little downtown area. And this Barry's Tavern was an out-of-the-blue find by your partner. It was, And truthfully, maybe one of my favorite places we ate. Not saying that we ate, everywhere we ate was amazing, and you will hear all about that, but as the kickoff to the trip... It was hardcore. It was amazing. It was very good. I got a lobster ravioli, so I love seafood. Massachusetts is on my top list of places to get seafood because it's actually cold ocean water, so the food's actually good and actually fresh, and it's amazing, (laughs) so the lobster ravioli was very good. I also had some sort of pumpkin beer with like a sugary rim type situation. You'll hear me mention pumpkin beers at least three times because... Yeah. Tis the season. I think you drink more pumpkin beer than water. I, I would agree with that. Which actually. is weird for you, but like, yeah, you were. The pumpkin beer had its hand on your back the whole time. It did, and I don't regret it at all. What did you end up eating there? I had the. They had the um, typical Napoleon style Italian brick oven pizza there, and that's what I had. And one, it was cheap. We're talking. My whole dinner was $13, mm-hmm. which is like insane to get like something around here like that it's like $20 at minimum right. not including a drink like 
absolutely crazy and it was delicious. It was perfection. It was so good. What did your partner get? I don't remember. I don't remember What did either. he get? Wings. It was wings. He yeah, got wings. Right. We don't get to eat wings a lot because I am a weirdo and I don't like wings. Uh, typically, it's a texture thing. No, I get it. I don't like anything. I don't like anything with bones in it. Yeah. I don't want my teeth hitting bones. Exactly. I feel it's, that. it's a little too feral for There's me. There's just too much sauce usually involved, yeah. and the chances of getting sticky for someone like me mm. who eats like an insane person <laughs> um, <laughs> are too high for wings. Yeah, I get so that. So we for don't sure. get wings. So he was very excited to be able to go to a place that had wings and then eat them. What, what did Dave get? Yeah, I don't. What did your partner get? I have no idea. <laughs> what did Dave have? What did he have? Alfredo. Oh, you're right. Yes. Alfredo pasta. Yeah. So my partner had Alfredo pasta, and we're talking just a giant bowl. There was no chicken added. I was like, "Why did you get chicken?" He's like, "I just wanted pasta." <laughs> He's like, "I wanted to sit down to a giant bowl of pasta." Man said, "I want carbs." And after driving 14 hours, he was allowed to get whatever. He, I was just, I was just confused. I was like, "Don't you want chicken? The chicken looks really good." And he was like, "I just want a mountain of pasta to lose myself in," and he sure did. And he said it was really good and probably one of the best ones he had. So Perfect. all four of those things got glowing recommendations. So if you're in the area, Berry Tavern, you gotta hit it up. Very good. We also hit up Costco that day. We did. I got the best blueberries. Those blueberries from Costco, they were the Freshly brand. Who girl. We got they giant bags of snacks, which literally carried us to victory because we literally. munched on them all week and they were munched on on the drive home. The literal drive home, So yeah. It was wonderful. That Costco, really, really doing it for us. It was us. really killing it. Um, and then after that, of course, we all went home and died. A hundred percent. I don't think I've slept like that in a very long time. Just yeah. so tired that you're just like lights out, dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one, you ate so much lobster ravioli. I, I inhaled that lobster. And then like none of us really got any good sleep no. on the trip up there. So we were all just lights out. It was insane. Done. Uh, so then we woke up the next day. It honestly hit Salem pretty hard. We did. That was like probably our busiest day. It was because of the... the those hours of sleep. Yeah. They really carried us. Um, so Monday was our first actual day in Salem proper, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. It was a great day. It was fairly clear. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, the day was beautiful itself, but we definitely recommend going to Salem a little bit before October. Yes. Because that Monday, there were things that were closed that would have sucked if we had missed. But luckily, if you're there Monday through Wednesday, you get everything. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of things are just open for the weekend, but they open up like for half of the week and they typically take off Monday and Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday. So, which is completely fair and it made a lot of sense. We just had to plan around that. And if you're planning to go to Salem, look up the stores you want to go to and look up what days of operations they have, especially if you're going before October. But we definitely recommend it because that Monday, we were able to go to so many different places and at no point did I feel overwhelmed or anything. I mean, I will say that's the one thing everyone keeps asking us how our trip was. And the only thing I ever feel like I can say is that people were so polite. Oh, yeah. At no point did I feel like my bubble was encroached in. At mm -hmm. no point did I feel like there was any hostility from like random people. Like there was no people being mass holes. Everyone's just happy to be there. Yes, everyone was so happy to be there and respectful and polite. So definitely something I recommend. So that Monday, we started with Die With Your Boots On. Which was incredible. incredible. It was so fun. 
Also, I spent so much money in the first, like, two hours of us hitting Salem. Hey, Salem, we're here. Take everything I own. All of my fucking money. I had an idea of how much I was going to spend. Definitely kept it within budget, but my dude... The amount of money in that store alone. That is definitely yeah. the store that I spent the most money in. I think us too. For sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, if you don't know what it is, it's kind of a gothic and... Alternative. Alternative wear. Yeah. So you're looking at anywhere from shoes to hats to clothing accessories. to accessories. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I bought in Salem was my bat purse. Yep. And everything we talk about will be on Instagram. We both took enough pictures to make a scrapbook, let alone anything else. So if you want to see what, if you're a visual person and you want to see what we're doing, please go to our Instagram and you can follow along. I will put them in chronological order. So the bat purse, I needed a purse very badly. I didn't take one with me because I knew I'd pick one up for sure. <laughs> and for that being my first purchase, I was very happy with. And then you, your first purchase was cool as shit. Yeah, so I had been looking at shoe, a couple pairs of shoes, but I wanted to be able to try them on first. And luckily, Die With Your Boots On had both of the shoes that I was looking for. So first off, I got a pair of Creepers by Strange Cults. I wear Creepers pretty much religiously. That is the shoe that I am wearing every day. I already own a couple pairs. I adore them. Um, I always joke and say that I'm 5'8 because I wear three inch platform creepers all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm actually 5'5 five five, but um, they have coffins on the top toe and then the back of them say RIP. They're so cool. They're adorable. I love them. I will definitely be buying more creepers from Strange Cult now that I know how they fit. And I think look. I also will be buying a pair, which is weird for me because I'm 6'1". <laughs> So we got that going for us. We do. And then my second purchase was a pair, my first pair of platforms. They are five inch platform boots. <laughs> um, they have pumpkins down the front, pumpkin jack-o'-lantern buckles, and they are orange and black. They're absolutely beautiful. I'm going to have to practice walking on them mm -hmm. because they're definitely the tallest pair of shoes I own. I'm now at the point in my goth alternative career where I have to have uh, car Crocs because yeah. I definitely won't be able to drive in them. They're way too tall, <laughs> um, but I'm very, very happy with them, and they were super reasonably priced, honestly, for yeah. both pairs of shoes. I'm very happy with yeah. what I got for what I spent. Um, I think I also got a couple patches and pins that day. Most notoriously, I got a Ouija board planchette that has Beetlejuice on it. Yeah, it is rad. an amazing pen. I'm pretty sure that thing weighs two pounds. I added <laughs> it to my battle jacket and I'm very happy with it. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing that I got in that store on that day. Yeah, and those boots, like, I don't even know how to explain them other than, like, Halloween cyberpunk. Yeah. Like, that's the vibe they give, and they're cool as shit. Definitely go check them out on our Instagram. They're rad as hell. Um, so after Die With Your Boots On, we went to the Village Silversmith, mm -hmm. which was a little different than I thought it was going to be. It came highly recommended, but it's basically, if you are into crystals or stoneware of any type, you want to go in there. It's so cool. It's just racks on racks on racks of some some rare stuff and some super normal stuff that I thought was all reasonably priced. You didn't spend a lot of time in there. There was a shit ton of people in there. You're so busy. So me and my partner went through a bunch of stuff and we saw, we found some really cool 
finds. That was the day that I found my obsidian palm stone, mm -hmm. which I will post a picture of. If you watch Dragon Tales, it is literally <laughs> the stone from Dragon Tales, and it is amazing, and we are obsessed with it. After that, we actually went and did kind of like a touristy thing, and we went to the trolley shop, and if you're looking for a place to go to buy things from pe for people, from people too, I guess. If you're looking to buy things for people, souvenirs and whatnot, even yourself, we got a couple cool things. Definitely the place to do it. We both got a Joanna Parker mug. Oh, yes. That will be the king of my fall time tea routine. It is so over the garden wall. It's beautiful. Joanna Parker is impossible to find in stores if you're someone who likes her. Yeah. Um, her art style is very vintagey. Mm -hmm. uh, it's beautiful. It's like the right amount of uh, cute and creepy because yeah. it's the vintage vibe. Absolutely amazing. I was not expecting to find that in the store. So when we found it, we were both like, and we found it in different parts of the store, and then turned around to show each other as we were both holding the same mug. It was really funny. Yeah. Um, but we also got like our cute like Ouija uh, touristy Salem shirts on there. We got some like cool artwork and stuff, like magnets and stuff. Such a cute place. It's right in the middle of uh, the main strip. So I would definitely recommend it, that store. After the trolley shop, we then went to eat at the Hotel Salem's Rooftop Bar and Grill. They serve typically, um, I wouldn't call it Tex-Mex, I would, what would you call it? It's not like traditional. No, they. it was kind of like new flair Mexican food. Yeah, it was like quesadillas, fancy hipster tacos. Yeah, kind of scenario. Yeah. It was good. It was very the good. The views were really good. They had a Mexican street corn. Yeah, that, that we dip. Had. Oh, it was so that good. was really good. Highly recommend. So then after that, we had a little bit of time before we went on a historical tour. So we actually stopped at a store called Ascend. It's a newer store to Salem. I think this is their first year being open there. And me and my partner, we wanted to go. Uh, to Salem and find an obsidian knife. I talked about a dagger in the last episode and that is actually where we found it and it was a really cool store. Uh, it was pretty busy so we didn't get to spend as much time as I'd like to in there with every with all the pieces but I did also find a coffin moss agate piece which is really rad. I have a love for moss agate that is intense. It's <laughs> probably the most thing I spent the most money on in Salem. I bought so many pieces. It's just holding unliving moss from 5,000 years mm -hmm. ago is cool as hell to me. And uh, it makes me really feel connected with the earth. So I picked up a bunch of pieces for that. And then after that, we went on the best historical tour I've ever been on. And Kenneth, our tour guide, was rad as fuck. Such a cool guy. So Erie, I'm gonna let you take this one away and tell the people about Ken, please. Yeah, so I actually went to Salem in 2019. I think I mentioned that in the pre-Salem episode, but we took a walking tour of Salem that I actually found on TripAdvisor that was by Ken. And me and my partner had such an amazing time that when we started planning this trip, I wanted you all to take that tour as well because of how amazing it was the first time. And also, I just wanna give Ken all of my money and all yeah. of my time. So we planned this tour again, and it did actually have some things in it that were different than the first time we took it. So if you're someone who took Ken's tour before, I definitely recommend taking it again. There's some new stuff that opened up in Salem that we didn't get to see for the first time. Um, 
in 2019 so we got to actually go in and see a bunch of different things this time and Ken's just an amazing person he has a huge passion for history his tour is very much a love letter to Salem you can tell that he cares so much about the city and so yeah. much about the history it's not gonna be your gimmicky touristy type tour it's definitely for history lovers yes and he just goes into so much that you can't find on Google, so much that you're not going to be able to just find in top-level research. He goes really in-depth, and you see everything that's most important to see. Yeah, he says basically after October, from October to from November to springtime, he's in his house with a cup of tea reading books and books and books <laughs> and any documents he could find. Uh, to make sure he has the most accurate information and anything cool to share with people. The tour was so interesting. We got to see some really cool stuff, but I think, one, I don't want to spoil anything on the tour, so we'll just say, if you're in Salem, go on his tour. We'll, so fucking cool. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yes, definitely we will, but I will say, we got pretty lucky in the sense of, after the tour, he took us to the Ropes Mansion, which has a huge garden. And as we know, I'm a huge garden person. So I'm like deep in the flowers. I actually managed to take a few zinnia seeds that the plant was giving willingly. So I'm gonna grow some Salem zinnias next year. I'm very excited about that. And he then kind of was like, so like, are you interested in like seeing some like other stuff in a garden? And we all were like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then after that, we were off the ropes, man, off the ropes mansion, <laughs> garden property for sure. Because then we of course started a conversation with Ken as the history lovers we are and we got like an extra hour with him which yep. is probably the highlight of Salem for me. Agreed. He's such a cool guy. We ended up meeting a lot of residents of Salem who know him just because he's so involved in the historical and society. They were so friendly. So nice. It's it's the antidote I tell people when they ask how the trip was is like People were so nice and kind, and we had people who saw Ken and came out of their house to say hi to him and to talk to us. We're talking, we talked to the 10th great-granddaughter of the first settler of Salem, mm -hmm. who still lives in this same house that was pulled by 40 oxen or 60? I think it was 60 oxen. 60 oxen to the location it is now. Like, people were just so nice, and we got to learn some really cool stuff. So, if you were in Salem, throw your money and your time at Ken. You will never regret it. And then after that, we then went to probably everybody's, our whole group's favorite place to eat, which is the Boston Burger Company. You have been there before. Yes, we loved it. On your tour, we and you obsessed. spoke such highly of the of the place. And I was like, yeah, it's a burger. I'm sure it's good. I was not prepared. <laughs> I was not prepared. Luckily, we're all very close with each other and the idea of we all just split our burgers we all got different burgers and split them all into four pieces and, and then just traded them handed everybody a piece so everyone got to try everyone's burger it was actually amazing it was such a good idea it was amazing because you get this giant burger and you look at it and you're like how am i gonna eat it all but splitting it into four pieces made it consumable somehow i yeah. don't know how so i actually got the king burger um it had peanut butter and um fried bananas fried bananas on it and I was telling my mom about this earlier, and she was like, that sounds awful. It was fucking amazing. It's the best burger we had. It was had. so good. It was and mine had onion rings and mozzarella cheese, cheese sticks was, on oh, it. Oh, yeah, the mozzarella So you'd be like, that definitely sounds... No, the fried banana 
literally we were walking around Kroger last night and I was like, how do we remake this? I was thinking the same thing. So this that's going to so be good. the fall attempt. We're going to have to try to do it because if not, I'm going to have to drive 14 hours both ways <laughs> to get a damn burger. So if you are in Salem, definitely stop there. They also had shakes that were very oh, good. We shakes. got a s'mores one. I love some fucking whipped marshmallow. Yeah. Homie, I love that shit. And it was yeah. so good. We got the cookies and cream one, and I'm an Oreo freak, and it was amazing. So good. Nothing that we ate in Salem was bad. That was the top of the top of the top. I would put, I would spend all of my time and money to get one here. Agreed. Give me a Boston Burger <laughs> Who do Company I donate to? in Cincinnati. It makes no sense, but the things I would do for that burger again, whew, girl, it's rough. Um, on Monday, we also stopped at Blackraft. We talked about it in pre-Salem uh, very quickly. The building's really cool. The store's so brand new that they're still really kind of putting it together. So if you're going into Salem in October, you might be listening to this. If you're planning for next year, next year it might be different. Next year it might be worth it. But if you're someone who is going at the end of the month for this Halloween or whatever, and you don't have a lot of time, everything they have online is in stores. And I think they have more online than they, they definitely in the store. have more online yeah. than in stores, and I think that this October is probably going to be pretty rough on them, um, just being the first time that they're open. So if you're someone who's worried about time, just know it'll be okay if you take that one off your. You schedule. could even spend just five minutes in there, getting like looking at the building. Just looking at the building, yeah. yeah, for sure, definitely. So that brings us into Tuesday. Tuesday, we stopped at a little store called Ravenstone. I was recommended that with a Salem with Sarah, their TikTok in the comments, someone said, if you have access to a car, go to Ravenstone. It was on our way from Danvers to Boston. Because it's in Lynn. Because it's in Lynn, yeah. And truthfully, I think it might be one of my favorite stores we Same. stopped at. It's definitely in my top five. It was an amazing experience. It had a little bit of everything. You can tell that the people who own that shop have a passion for what yes. they're doing. They really care about it. I think it covered pretty much everything for me and for you. Yeah. It was like a good mix of witchy stuff, oddities, like everything horror you could want. Horror movie stuff. Yeah, horror movie stuff, crystals, books. bones. Yeah. Anything you wanted, they had. Especially if you're, you're into this kind of stuff. We were I, in there, and I think we both said, we want one of these in Cincinnati. Over literally. and over. Well, it was not only, it was like, I would do this. I would run this store yeah. in Cincinnati because we were we just felt so connected to it. I got my Blue Morpho Butterfly there, which I know in season, our seasons, in episodes past, that was my oddity that I chose once, was a Blue Morpho Butterfly, and I happened to find one at Ravenstone, and what was really odd, and I don't know if you know this or not, do you know about the clapping? So I was on the fence about if I would buy it or not, but it was such a, like, perfectly preserved one, and it was such a good deal that I felt the need to, to get it. So as we were going to check out, I asked my spouse if he would go up and pick one out for me. And he went up there by himself. This is a two-story building. We're in the front of the first floor. He's in the back of the second floor. And he picks it up off the wall and starts hearing clapping. And he's like, he just starts laughing because he was like, damn, someone likes that we're purchasing this. Like, right. this is the right purchase. And he comes back downstairs and he goes, were you guys clapping? Did anyone clap? And I was like, no and like on the and like the music playing at the current time was like low violin like mm -hmm. it wasn't like you know like a rock 
live stadium performance or anything like <laughs> and he just starts laughing again because he's like someone likes that we're buying this like it was like so perfectly lined up and i think that's really like, the only kind of like otherworldly story yeah. we have and it was weird that it happened to him of all people because <laughs> right. he doesn't really mess with that kind of stuff but um yeah apparently the uh the other side really likes that i have that butterfly um, but also I found a moss agate tower there, the first time I've ever seen one, ever, and it was perfectly priced and probably in my top three. Two of the things in my top three that I bought are from Ravenstone. Yeah, mine too. So one of the most important things I think was um, my partner found a movie poster for um, Sleepy Hollow, which the Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow, which is my favorite movie of all time. So I was super excited uh, when he found that because it's amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful. I already have it framed in on a wall. It's so cool. I'm very happy with it. I also got a Capricorn necklace that I have worn every day since. It's just a small little Capricorn charm. It actually has the goat fish symbol on it instead of the Capricorn symbol, so I like it a little bit more than the little letter that you get when you find Zodiac yeah, merch. It's really cool. They actually make all of their own jewelry too, mm -hmm. so it's just a really cool store. So if you have a car and you have access to get to Lynn, definitely stop by. And after that, we then finally made it to Boston, and we started our day at Paul Revere's house, which was really cool. I mean, it's a very quick museum kind of tour, um, but my partner's really interested in that, that part of history, and he really wanted to go see it, but I'm glad we went to go see it because I also really enjoyed myself. It was really cool to see not only just something that someone we know of name, but also a house from that era mm -hmm. that was well kept. It's just really cool. It's definitely a cool place to see. So then after that, we had a little bit of free time and we made our way to the Boston Commons, which was absolutely beautiful. And we ended up meeting up with one of your friends. Yeah, so we met up with my friend Damien also known as Ambi to me because we met on World of Warcraft. <laughs> um, he lives in the area and we had an amazing time. He literally fit right in with the group. Yeah, it was great. One of our besties now. Um, I want to shout out his two podcasts while we're here too because both of them are very good. Um, he has a podcast called People and a podcast called Wait What. Both are good. Damien's an incredible person. All of his friends that he talked to are amazing. Um, definitely recommend listening to those. Yeah his podcast called people is just literally about that talking to people and it's really cool it's a really cool format so if you're someone who's interested in content about just people just people it's it's really cool and yeah he was great to hang out with i'm still upset he could not hang out with us for dinner same but unfortunately podcast duty calls when it calls and he had an important podcast to record that night but it was really great seeing him i'm glad that he was able to make it out he also went with us to the dispensary, mm -hmm. which, if you don't know, weed is fully legal in Massachusetts, and uh, you can just like walk into a dispensary, like in a liquor store, and just like buy weed, which I had to do because no one gets. It's like you're in the town of Footloose, and then someone's like, "Hey, want to go to prom?" And you're like, "What? I, I've got to do it." Um, so that was really cool. It was really cool to walk into. A major city and just be like hey yeah i'll take that and mm -hmm. like it's just chill also if you're someone who doesn't like how weed smells um 
maybe don't go to Boston because the whole city, like, low-key just constantly smells like weed. And I'm, like, as someone who doesn't mind the smell of weed, even at some point, I was like, all right, like, <laughs> we get it. Like, so just something to be aware of, or if you're asthmatic, like, bring an inhaler. Like, you're not going to get a contact high, but, like, you're definitely going to be smelling. It was actually sure. kind of funny because when we took our tour with Ken, he made a joke about how uh, Salem used to smell like cinnamon because yep. it was part of the spice trade, and now it smells like weed. Yeah, yeah, which really cracked me up and that was on our first day too so we didn't even really know like how true that was um and then after that we went to dinner which you talked last time about dinner so you take it away again <laughs> yeah so we went to the barking crab which was um a seafood restaurant that i had hit up the last time i went to salem and the love of my life is crab yeah uh, specifically fresh crab and the first time we went I cried when I ate said crab because of how good it was, mm -hmm. and this time the crab was just as good. Yeah. Just by the time that we had gotten there to eat it, we had walked seven miles, yeah. so there was not any crying this time out of pure exhaustion. Just dehydration, really. <laughs> right? I did not have the water in my body to produce <laughs> tears, but the seafood was incredible. We got onion rings as a appetizer, and they were also very good. They were really good. Yeah, so I was very happy with it. I don't like seafood. And I got the crab, and for the couple of bites, I could eat it before my brain remembered that I don't like seafood. It was really good. Uh, definitely, if you're in the area, stop by. My partner got the scallops and bacon skewers, and he raved. They inhaled he loved them, them also. I only yeah. remember seeing them for maybe two minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were all starving by that point, to be fair, but... He, when talking with people since we've come home, uh, that he really has said how much he really appreciated and really liked them. They were like huge and fresh and they were exactly what he wanted. And then after that, we had a little bit of time to kill before tour again, because if there's one thing about us bitches, we're gonna be on a tour mm -hmm. and we're gonna have a little bit of time to kill because uh, we gotta be everywhere on time. Well, at least this one does. I do. I'm late always, <laughs> at least 10 to 20 minutes. But me, I'm like, we got to do this and this and this. So we had a little bit of time to kill and it was nighttime. So we actually got to spend a few minutes in the Boston Harbor, which is really cool. It's also weird to think like we were just sitting where like so much history happened. Mm -hmm. um, especially because on a regular night, like it's just the harbor. There's boats and ships there. You don't really ever think about it, but... Yeah. We were probably sitting where some insanely important thing happened for our country and all of that, but we were just hanging out and it was really pretty mm -hmm. and it was really cool uh, to get to see some water that was like right in the city. I don't think I've ever been on like a major city that's like on the water, on the like on, on the it, water. Yeah. yeah. So that was really fun. And then after that, we had our ghost and graveyards tour starting. And my two cents is if you are someone who likes to be entertained and feels the need to be laughing constantly, this is the, the tour for you. Our tour guide was hilarious and well rehearsed and we had such a good time. But if you're someone who likes historical tours more, pick a historical tour because this tour was fun. It was a good time. I think the other good part about it was I had planned the tour for 9 p.m. Yes. after dinner, um, which means it was dark, and the appeal for us is that we got to go into the cemeteries when they were locked and closed, yeah. but at nighttime in the dark. 
Yeah. And it was amazing. It I was think really cool. it was worth it for that, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Oh, definitely. For sure. Yeah, the tour was great. Uh, we had a lot of fun. I really appreciate people who their job is to go and to give people history and fun all at the same time. We walked that line very thinly sometimes <laughs> here, and we get to do it in the comfort of our own office. We don't have to do it in full get up in front of on a trolley that's moving moving talk oh i can't also I, a special shout out to the spite house that we got to spite see house that thing was so, was so cool it's basically a tiny sliver of a house yeah in the middle of boston it looks like the we black, do have a picture of it we do it yeah. looks like the black house from harry potter yeah. where it's like slinking into like yeah. a little but it's there permanently it's so funny it's amazing uh the story behind that is A dad died, left money and land to two sons. One of the sons went off to fight in the Civil War. When he came back, his brother was like, sorry, I've spent all the money and this is the only land left. I've sold the rest off to the city. And the brother that came back from the Civil War took all of his resources and built the Spite House, which is a sliver of a house. It literally looks like a book that someone has on a shelf, but it's a house. It's so funny. Such a cool time. The cemeteries were so cool. We Mm -hmm. went to the Copse Hill Burying Ground and the Granary Burying Ground. Mm -hmm. Both are really cool. We had passed the Granary in the daytime and it was so full of people. We decided not to stop by, not knowing that our tour would take us there later. But it was so cool to go at nighttime. Especially you're in like the middle of this giant city and like there you are in like the one peaceful kind of area. Mm -hmm. And you're just with... I mean, bodies on bodies. They have, it's like, it's like two of my backyards and 3,000 bodies. I mean, we're talking, these people are like holding hands underground, yeah. like hanging out and all these old gravestones. It was just, it was such a cool thing. And what's weird about it is we started the day in Boston at Paul Revere's house. And the last thing that we looked on at the tour was Paul Revere's burying spot. Burying spot? Headstone? Yeah, Paul Revere's headstone. So kind of a full life cycle scenario. We also learned that Paul Revere had 16 children. Which is why they tell you on multiple tours that he did many things. Yeah, homie had like like seven jobs. He was like a silversmith, a a dentist, dentist, a blacksmith. Like homie had so many kids, he had to make sure he had a large amount of jobs. He was bringing home like multiple pieces of bacon, you know, for the house. And uh, it was really cool. It was, Boston was definitely a cool trip. Uh, if you're going and you've never been, spending a day or half a day there, definitely something you could do uh, if you're interested in some historical stuff. Just warning you, though, parking there is absolute... Driving there is Ugh, also a it's nightmare. It's not fun. It is not great. So if you get anxiety from driving in cities, parking and not knowing where to park, maybe skip Boston yeah, or um, plan your trip so that you're like staying in Salem and taking the, the ferry. ferry over so yeah. that you're not having to park because I feel like we could have had significantly less stress and strife if we had done something like that because yeah. it was just stressful. No one wants to be in a car and not knowing where to park, pulling into multiple full lots. It's yeah. just not a good time. So Yeah, definitely agree. So that leads us to Wednesday. Wednesday, we are back in Salem. Back again, baby. Yep. We're, we're getting ready and Wednesday was a little busier than Monday. It was. Um, And we did have a lot of more shops that were open because Mm -hmm. they were, I mean, and you heard our Monday experience. It's not like we could have fit anything else in there, (laughs) but we uh, were able to add a few new shops to our list. Uh, We started the day at Coven's Cottage. 
yeah, uh, so I had hit up Coven's Cottage when I first went to Salem because it is a witchy shop where everything feels very Norse-based. Yeah. Um, most of my craft is Norse-based. Pretty much all of my craft is Norse-based at this point in time. Um, so I always feel very at home there, and I would say that I still felt that way the second time that we went. Um, it's an amazing place. Their herb selection is very good. I love their incense and their candles. There's just a lot to look at. We ended up having to come back, which we'll mention yeah. uh, a little later because we didn't feel like we got enough yeah. the first time that we went. Um, so I think I didn't buy too, too much the first time. Mostly just herbs and a couple other things. And I think you picked up like candles and... I picked out a lot the first time, and then I went back and picked up the few things that I felt like were missing. The first time we went, um, most of my craft isn't probably as Norse-based as yours. I had to do like some ancestry stuff because I just wanted to feel connected to roots and ancestors um, and trying to make that correct, but Coven's Cottage actually say that they focus on Northern magic, so Northern European magic. Uh, which does involve where I'm from. So I definitely felt at home. And as someone who's obsessed with cottages, <laughs> I definitely felt like I was at home. It's such a cute little shop. Uh, their offerings were great. Mm -hmm. I mean, the stuff that we were able to buy, I'm currently burning some incense that I got there, and it smells wonderful. The candles are well-priced, well-made, smell amazing. I actually picked up a cauldron there as well and a couple other things that I'm really excited to get to use in my craft. I think the thing that I like the most is actually something I got on Thursday, so I'll come back to that. Um, so yes, it was definitely worth the stop. We decided to make that the first stop of our day because we knew it was going to get crazy. Yep. And I think that was the right call. We walked by later and there was a, a line. Of people, yeah. Um, so if you are going and it's something where like you're there for craft work, definitely make sure that's an early stop on your day. After that, we got to go to the Witchboard Museum. Yes, which was amazing. I think I've mentioned in episodes past that I collect Ouija boards. Ouija boards became my special interest over the last few years. So the first time I went to Salem, I didn't hit this up because I wasn't cool yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely made sure we added it to the list this time. And it was really awesome. Um, it wasn't super expensive to get in there. It was worth it to go in and just see the large variety of boards that they have. Um, when I mentioned my oddity being a planchette made of an embalming table um that's something that was actually in the museum and it was very cool to see they also had like a beetlejuice board which was very neat i picked up a ton of merch because yeah. planchettes and ouija boards are my thing <laughs> so if they're selling them i'm gonna be buying them and i definitely did um i got a cool planchette from them that glows in the dark I think that's one of my favorite things that I got. I fucking love glow-in-the-dark stuff. That's my <laughs> Halloween love, I think. I'm like, if it's glow-in-the-dark, I'm ten times more excited about it, not even gonna lie. So, uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Serafina said that she felt some weird stuff in there, though. Not till the end. Okay, so to start, I don't really care about Ouija boards. It's not that I have a negative opinion or a positive opinion. They just are a tool, and like, so I don't feel any certain type of way about them. I was excited to go to the museum because I know it's your passion, and I was excited to learn more about it. I mean, who didn't grow up with 
someone telling you horror stories about them and all of that stuff. And like, I always had them around me. Like weirdly, my grandparents had one in their closet when I was growing up. I don't know, it's cause Habro sold them. They were fun, whatever. Um, so, but it was really cool. The museum was really cool. It's not that big, so it's not like gonna take a huge chunk out of your day. But the docents were really knowledgeable. They were excited to tell you. I'm sure the same stuff they tell everybody, but they did it to where it didn't feel like it was... Like repeating over and over again. Yeah. They felt very excited. Definitely, and like put in their own personal anecdotes. There was some really cool stuff in there. I will definitely put in a bunch of pictures on Instagram. The coolest thing in there was the original slate for the original Ouija board when it was being mass produced. I do have a photo of that. That was the coolest part to me. But yeah, I did catch a weird vibe on the way out. It wasn't uh, like, oh, I'm a demon and I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> it was, uh, oh, there's some like old energy here that's mm-hmm. like trying to talk and like I'm just not receptive right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is what it is. I pick up on that kind of stuff, especially when it comes to old shit. It just has a way of calling to me. And uh, so yeah, I left. Um, but I had already looked at everything. Luckily, it was at the end of the tour, so, uh, it was cool. But if you're gonna go, definitely go. Even with me getting a weird feeling, it wasn't enough for me to say don't go. It was definitely a really cool place. They have a Ouija board in there that someone set into them because it was so bad, and they packed it in salt. There were two. So one of them was a Stranger Things board, which I think it's cool to mention that one because when everyone gets like a bad vibe from a Ouija board, they think that it's like vintage or old. Yeah. But the Stranger Things Ouija boards are newer, obviously, because Stranger Things. 2017 is what he said. So the fact that someone got weird bad vibes off of that board and sent it into him is very interesting to me um and then we saw another one where they had like packaged it in salt put caution tape on it because they had had so many bad things happen Mm -hmm. with the board so it is very interesting um we say we like you know felt vibes in there but it was not a bad feeling at all it was very comfortable in there um in my opinion, for how many boards were in there. But yeah. if I was going to get a bad vibe from a Ouija board, I would have already because I've got tons of them at home. So Yeah, that's true. You're a little different than the rest of us, that's for sure. Yeah. Especially when it comes to that. So then after that, we then walked to more so the seaside because I really wanted to go to Jaho Coffee. But on our way there, we did stop at a store called Coven, and I found a really cool backpack that has some cathedral neo-gothic church art on it that I fell in love with and unfortunately it was the only one in the store but Erie did end up getting one as well online thank the gods for that Uh, so we can be cool and matchy in our goth shit and um, then we went to Jaho Uh, I wanted to go there for boba and I had probably the best sandwich of my life I had the turkey BLT it's on their own focaccia bread with some sriracha sauce girl when I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't even like turkey sandwiches that much. I was just hungry and I had half of it then and then like half of it at 2 a.m. when we got home and both times slapped, yep. just slapped. So if you're looking for a quick little lunch spot, I definitely re- recommend Jaho. You had like a fancy boba. Yeah, it was like a vanilla shoe pastry. Yeah, it was like French shoe pastry. It was very good. I was very impressed. Yeah, and that was my first time ever having boba, which is like, how is that possible? It's like an old trend now, but I just am never really around it. And it was really good. I just had like the regular black milk sugar tea, and it was so good. 
Um, and then we made the very long trek from Jaho to the Satanic Temple. Yeah. And we it was got a hike. the yeah, it was a hike. We got to pass through the seven, the House of Seven Gables. Yeah, we got to see the cove. You know, it wasn't a terrible hike for scenery. It was just bad on our feet considering we had been walking like twelve miles every day before yeah. that. Um, but then we got to the Satanic Temple. And what did you think of that experience? I thought it was very fun. Um, I did see a few reviews online before we went saying that it is very short. It is very yeah, yeah, short. Yeah. Um, but price-wise, I think it's fairly reasonable. I think it's $12 to get in if, if you're not, you're not a, member. a member. $5 to get in if you are a member. I think it's worth doing the experience to see what they have. Honestly, I think it's worth it just to see the Baphomet statue because yeah. it's absolutely beautiful. It's an incredible experience. So you should be standing next to it. It's magnificent. We took a, I took a couple pictures yep. um, with it and next to it and I think that it's worth seeing everything that's in there they have a satanic panic room which I love I'm so fascinated by the satanic panic I'll probably cover some Definitely. things from that in, you know later down the road uh, they also had a fortune teller machine yeah. Where inside, instead of having like a, a fortune teller. Like Zoltair. Yeah, instead of a person, it was like Baphomet or like a goat headed yeah. type thing. It was, it was very cool. speaks. Yeah. I actually took a whole video of your experience with it, so that will be posted. It's very fun. It was just, it's just fun. I mean, it's like kind of hokey, like just like a little whatever, but like it was just a cute experience. Um, especially it's like a cute experience in the satanic temple, like very <laughs> odd, but no, I mean, I genuinely liked it. It was really cool. They have a lot of art up that's, uh, local art for sale. They also have a lot of like, uh, history's past satanic art. Um, but it's basically the whole temple is just educating people about kind of the same thing that happened with the witch trials of like mm -hmm. when you say oh satan does you know satan has his hand over you or whatever it's like well maybe stop and take a look and like see what's actually going mm -hmm. on and it was really cool it was uh definitely a cool experience i'm glad we did it and if you're in salem uh make sure that's your first stop and drive there and then go park yeah definitely park there they have a parking lot yep. go in do your 20 minutes hang out live your best life and then drive back into salem yeah. because we did the opposite and it was just so much walking. We spent like an hour walking instead yeah. of spending it elsewhere yeah. and that kind of stunk. But, but what was cool was on the walk back, we yeah. ended up running past Coffee Time Bake Shop, right? Coffee Time Bake Shop, which I was recommended. I'm obsessed with lime. I love all things lime. And they have something called a Lime Ricky, and that is something they're known for. And I was able to stop in and get one. And I would also drive 14 hours again for one of them. <laughs> is basically seltzer water, a bunch of lime juice, a little bit of liquid sugar, and uh, it, I mean, I could make it here for sure, but having someone else make it for me was nice. It's always better. Because I make it without sugar here, basically, so I was like, all right, fine, I'll get a little bit of liquid sugar and put it in. <laughs> it's so good. It was uh, it was definitely what I needed to uh, rejuvenate myself after our giant walking everywhere. It was really nice. So then, of course, we took all of our bags back to the parking garage, which is right outside of Salem. And then, after um, a nice a break for our feet of sitting on the stairs hanging out, uh, we decided to go back into Salem. And we started at the Nightmare Gallery, which 
was really cool for me, and I'm not even a horror fan, but I have to assume it was pretty cool for you. Yeah, it was very cool for me. I'm super into horror. I think we've mentioned that a couple times. Um, but they basically had like wax figures and some memorabilia from a bunch of different horror movies. It was very a wide variety. It was like everything from slashers to zombie films to pet cemetery. It was it was very cool. It was really cool. I mean, I. I'm not that into horror. I haven't seen that many movies. I knew a lot of it just from like pop culture stuff, but it was cool. It was uh, definitely worth a stop if you like horror movies. Um, and if you don't like horror movies and you just want to see some stuff, it's not scary. Yeah. There's nothing jumping out at you. There's no screaming. There's no anything. It's basically just a wax museum full of horror movie memorabilia. Really cool place. Um, after that, we did stop right across the street at uh, Coons Gifts, which had a couple interesting things if you're interested in souvenir shopping. They had some fun stuff. We got a really cool blanket that has all of the locations, like iconic locations of Salem on it. Really cool purchase. So definitely worth a stop in. Then we went to Nocturne, which was on my list because they have some really cool merch and I wanted to see what the shop looked like. And it was kind of like one of those random TikTok finds as well. And I'm glad we stopped in. We both got some pretty cool stuff. I got a cast iron cauldron kind of simmer pot, if you will. And it was pretty well priced. I really, uh, I really thought it was a good find. I got a death's head hawk moth ring. I'm yeah. actually wearing it right now. It's definitely gonna be a everyday staple. It's it's sterling cool. silver it's beautiful it's it's dainty it's delicate for sure yeah is that the only thing you got there yeah is it it's a really cool i mean it was a really cool find yeah i'm glad that we stopped in there especially if you're into like the girlier side of witchy stuff i would say yeah it is very more feminine yeah definitely yeah. um after that we then went to flying saucer pizza company mm. which was chef's kiss amazing perfect um, really good pizza. I had pizza the first night we were there too. I would say these pizzas, they line up pretty well with each other. We're talking a good crust. We're talking a good sauce. They have some really cool, unique pizzas, I would say. We got um, the McFly, which was pizza, uh, it was pizza sauce, pepperoni, and a hot honey drizzle. And that was really good. You got Space Invaders? Space Invaders, yeah, I do believe it had mushrooms, um, peppers, pepperoni, and I think that's pretty much it. It was very good. Yeah, I struggle eating pizza um, because there was a garlic incident. <laughs> I'm a vampire, we won't talk about it. But I don't eat pizza a lot anymore, um, and it was very good. I ate four slices, that's like triple the amount I normally eat. So. Yeah. Well, and then we actually ended up taking a, a whole pizza home with mm -hmm. us because I was like, I know I'm going to want some pizza at like 1 a.m. And I was thinking when we ordered like, oh, I'll have a couple slices left, not realizing how good it was. And we demolished that whole pizza. Mm -hmm. So we were like, all right, let's bring another one home. And I'm telling you, somehow when it was cold, it was better. It was so good. It was the perfect thing. It hit the spot. It was everything we needed and more. So if you... Are looking for takeout or you really like pizza definitely stop there even if you don't like pizza as you don't um 
it was worth it, I think. And it was cool. They had a lot of pop culture stuff in there. And also a bunch of kids came in and sat right next to us. And they, in turn, then started just blaring Fallout Boy. And we really appreciated <laughs> yeah, that. It was a good time. Before we move on to our next day, I want to mention the Magic Parlor. I think we actually did that on Monday. Um... Yeah, but that's where I got my Salem, Massachusetts Ouija board mm-hmm. that came in its box with the planchette. It's in beautiful shape. It's in amazing shape. I was very happy to find that very reasonable price. I also got a funeral fan. I have a funeral fan collection, so finding one in Salem is super cool. I was very happy to get that. But those are two of my like top favorite purchases. Well, that yeah. funeral fan, that was the first one you had that didn't have Jesus on it, right? Yeah, so all of the funeral fans that I currently own have some sort of uh, religious religious iconography yeah so this one just has a picture of the funeral home on it and the details of the funeral home so I'm very happy with it it's pretty cool yeah and that was well priced too yep I mean we really we found some really good finds Uh, so definitely I'm glad you mentioned that sorry I did have it in my notes but it was written off to the side because we couldn't remember what the name was so (laughs) my bad but yes the the magic parlor the magic parlor um, so after the flying saucer, we then went home and played Go Fish for a couple of hours and had a blast and then ate cold pizza. It was wonderful. That was probably one of my favorite parts of it the It was trip. really fun. It was so we had fun. such a good time. Uh, it was definitely, if you're going to go to Salem, go with friends. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I, it could be a place to take your family and it could be fun for sure, but go with some friends and just like have a good time. That's kind of the whole vibe of Salem. So then Thursday was our last day. And like Erie said, we uh, did stop at a couple places again that we felt we didn't spend enough time in. So you'll see a lot of that in our trip here. So we started at a store called Pentagram because that was on our way in to Salem proper again. And uh, I thought it was a cute store. I got a terracotta green man, which I love terracotta stuff. So I got a terracotta green man and I finally found the horseshoe, an iron horseshoe I was looking for. I needed one for my front door and I was able to find one. So happy about Pentagram. Did you get anything in Pentagram? No. I didn't think so. I did not. Um, It was like a perfect find for me and I was happy we stopped by. And then of course we went back to Coven's Cottage. Yep, round two, Coven's Cottage, which was awesome because they actually had stuff out this time that they had just got in as a shipment so which was kind of part of our whole plan of going back because salem sees so many people during this time that it's hard to keep stuff in stock for a day so they have different stock every day you go there basically yeah so i picked up a coyote jaw and also a deer jaw for one of my close friends um and then i was able to get more incense i also picked up my first set of runes i've wanted to have runes for a really long time you're technically supposed to make them we have discussed this i'm a lazy as fuck witch mm-hmm. so finding a good set that are actually made of antlers mm-hmm. um that coven's cottage makes was very cool i'm very happy with them so i finally got my first set of runes that's probably in my top five of things that i got but i definitely spent more money the second trip than the first trip yeah i think i probably spent the exact same amount both times i went in knowing now what it had looked like and what i wanted so i was able to find um, I actually picked up a buffalo jaw, and my spouse picked up buffalo runes as well, buffalo and bone runes as well. I feel really connected to buffalo. They're so important to the uh, wild prairies that are a part of America, or were a part of America before they were colonized, and uh, I just feel like 
there's something very holy about them. And I really liked the jaw that I picked out. It was, it's probably my, it's in my top three. It's so hard to rank uh, anything that we bought because I love every single thing we yeah. bought. But an honorable mention, we also picked up some Palo Santo and Rosemary incense, um, which is cool in its own, but it's like triple quadruple dipped it's like the thickest incense i've ever seen yeah serafina sent me a picture of it i'm like that is a chunky boy it's like five sticks of incense all together in yeah. one thing and it burned for three hours i'm not surprised yeah and it smelled amazing it was so great um so yeah definitely the second stop back was wonderful i also got a very tiny little molnir that i'm gonna put on like a very tiny necklace uh we also looked at a few like beard charms and everything like just little thing like little metal charms to put in your beard because my spouse has a beard not me um <laughs> i was gonna grab one to put in my hair i have the viking haircut however your girl can't french break yeah so it's a struggle it definitely is a struggle so i don't think any of us ended up picking any of that up but um we looked at those because they're just so sticking cool but yeah, I think that was all that we got on our second trip. And then our next second trip was Die With Your Boots On. Yep. Which I kind of got off easy on that one. I think I only spent like 50 bucks. The second trip I spent less than the first trip because I had already gotten my boots. But I did pick up a couple dresses. One of them being like an oddity dress, which is very cool. It is It really has cool. like skeletons that have two heads on them, like six-legged cats. Uh, I was very happy with the dress find. It even has pockets, so I can't complain about that. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I didn't get anything too crazy the second trip. Is that all you got? Yeah, it was two dresses. It was like a black and white striped long No, you got a sweater. Suit. Yeah. Oh, but a, it's, it's a, a dress. dress. Okay, yeah. I forgot that you were calling it that because I was like, wait a second. Yeah, it's like I a sweater know. dress. Because I also got a sweater. I got like a crop sweater with like giant sleeves. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited about that. Um, also, I just want to say, honorable mention, we both looked cute as fuck this whole trip. We uh, we really did it big. We did. We really killed it. Um, so then after Die With the, Your Boots On, we then went to the Jolie Tea Company, which is what your partner wanted to go uh, for, which I wish I would have known that on, like, Monday. We could have <laughs> gone every day. I, I was about to beat him. I was like, why, why did you tell me this? He was like, I'm so happy we got to go. I'm like, I could, we could have done this. <laughs> Every day. day. What are you doing? I was like, this this delicious. Like, yeah. we could have been every day. He's killing me. It's a very cool experience. Uh, they let you smell the teas before you buy them. Yeah. So you kind of get a really good idea of, like, what you're purchasing. You can also get hot or cold versions of any of the teas that they have so you can try them. Yeah. It's really cool. We picked up a, kind of a spread of things, um, but I most importantly got some of the Headless Horseman, which is, like, a very smoky... Delicious. Very smoky. It's just smoke. <laughs> it's, it was very it's good. smoke in a cup. Everyone said that I'm a weirdo and that I have weird tastes, but I very much so liked it, and we did buy some of it and bring it home. I got it cold um, because I'm not a patient man, and I won't yeah. hurt myself drinking hot drinks. So. Yeah, I get that. We uh, we walked over like seven different types of tea, mm -hmm. uh, but we both ended up getting this pomegranate green tea, mm -hmm. uh, which me and your partner were like geeking out about, yeah. and he ended up getting it hot. Yeah. And I ended up getting uh, a lavender Earl Grey for the day, but then coming home, unpacking it, I smelled it again, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we picked those up. Uh, so yeah, the Jolie Tea Company, he actually found out, your partner found out, 
that during COVID, they were able to stay open because of online sales. So if you're someone who likes loose leaf tea and you don't have a Tavana or David's tea around you, definitely check out the Jolie Tea Company online. It's very high quality. Definitely recommend. Yeah, definitely. And then we ended our trip eating at a restaurant called Flip the Bird, which is a chicken sandwich restaurant. Yep. I had the OG regular old chicken sandwich. It was delicious. I had the early bird. It was very good. It had an egg on it. Can't go wrong with an egg on a sandwich. Can't go wrong on that. And both our partners got, uh, yours got a Nashville hot. Yeah. And mine got, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Did he just get an OG? No, he got something special too. We also ordered fries. Their fries were decent. The fries were Uh, decent. They had a truffle ketchup that I actually really liked. I don't normally like ketchup because it's too sweet, so I don't eat it very often unless it's mixed with a bunch of other shit. But I liked it. Everyone judged me for it, but it's It was just heavy on the vinegar. (laughs) Which is fine. I mean, people clearly get it. It was good. Their honey mustard was delicious. Um, So yeah, we definitely recommend that. What the hell did he get? Oh, he got the OG, but he got it with a biscuit. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. He got. The, that's what I was like, why don't I remember? Yeah, he got the OG, but he got it with a biscuit, and the biscuit was delicious. It was really good. So that was our last meal in Salem and the last thing that we did. Um, overall, I had such a good time. It was so much fun. People were so polite. I will say... I know that we sometimes don't specifically talk about politics, but it was so interesting to just be in, like, such a, like, blue area. Because, like, people were, like, keeping you distance and, like, giving you space and, like, no one talked above conversational level. It like, it so just... Nice. It everyone, just felt really polite. Yeah, everyone was just really cool. I think one of my favorite parts about Salem is Salem attracts weird people yeah. and alternative people. Yep. So for once... I don't feel like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. You feel like you're where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Because we live in fucking Ohio. Uh-huh. And when I'm walking around in my jack-o'-lantern boots, I'm going to get <laughs> comments all the time about, wow, you're very festive, at least for this month. And the next month, they're going to be like, isn't it a little late to be wearing yeah, Halloween? Halloween was last month. And yeah. it's just nice to be in a place where everyone just agrees that we're all into it. Yeah. And it's really refreshing. Yeah, and it's just like a spoken agreement that like we're all here to just be. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice. It was just, I don't think I've ever had that experience before. So if you're looking for something, an easy vacation, I would definitely recommend going to Salem. So of course I have to ask you, what was your favorite historical place we went? I would have to say probably the, was it the cop burial ground? Cops Hill. Cops Hill there. Cops Hill was really cool. Uh, It was very neat. And then they were talking about how they had like dug up graves to make more room Mm -hmm. and that the building. Oh, no. They were talking about how there was a shortage of materials. Yeah. So they hopped the fence and stole gravestones to put in the foundation of the senior living facility next to the freaking cemetery. And I was like, do I need headstones to be put in my house foundation when I get a house? Because I... Yeah. I think they I also said that some, a guy who was like trying to make a bunch of pizzas hopped to the fence oh, yeah. and stole a gravestone to cook pizzas on. And the bottom of the pizza said like rest in peace. Yes, yeah, the bottom of the pizza is like said the this oh, I can't. Yeah. So yeah. if you're looking for building materials, go somewhere else, first and <laughs> foremost. Um, 
yeah, definitely. The burying grounds at night were cool. Yeah. They just were. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, for me, probably historical would be... I don't know. It's hard because I really did like the Paul Revere house because seeing old kitchens, mm-hmm. I really love. Um, so that's probably top of the line for me. Um, but I also really appreciated the Ropes Mansion because of the garden, obviously. I'm always going to be a little obsessed with the garden. But my favorite historical thing throughout the entire time are the freaking spider glass paned windows above all the doors in this old city. We don't know why yet. We have asked our tour guide to reach out to us if he finds any information, but everywhere you turn, there is spider glass windows so above. there's like a little window over the doors in like every historical building or like mansion or you know house in salem and it's like a half a circle and they filled the half a circle with basically like a spider web frame and i do have photos on instagram for that as well they look like spider webs like they have the little connecting top to make yeah. it look like a spider web instead of like a sun and it just gives everything like a spooky vibe yeah it's really cool it's very neat that was probably my favorite thing, was just pointing out the different spider webs. We had a really good time with that. What would be your top, if you're if you're going to Salem, do this? I would have to say take a historical tour. Yeah. And, and I would recommend making it a historical walking tour. Yeah. Because there's plenty of museums to go to while you're there. We yeah. didn't hit up as many because we just didn't have time and we were too busy spending money. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> but it's cool to walk the strip yeah to hear the history of the strip to see all of the buildings to see the old houses um all of the old houses in salem have a plaque of who owned them and when it was built which is really cool yeah. but taking the tour with ken ken would tell us like oh this is this person yeah. and then go into details about that person so i think it's definitely worth it i mean i hear the word trip advisor and i think of like an old person like planning <laughs> yeah. there, but it was worth it it was worth absolutely it absolutely was worth it i think that was if it wasn't the boston burger company it was definitely take the historical tour the witchcraft stuff is fun the town itself is fun but learning about the history especially if you're listening to this podcast you're probably going to get the most out of a historical tour specifically ken's seriously check out the link we are not sponsored i wish we were we're not the only reason I wish we were sponsored was so that we could get free tours the next time we're there. Yeah, also, Ken, if you're listening to this, we love you. We love you. <laughs> we love you so much. Thank you for getting personal with us and telling us your mm-hmm. love. Also, if you are around Salem, he recommended the Anchor Pub in Beverly. We didn't have time. We didn't have there. any time to get out there, but if you're staying in Beverly, check out the Anchor Pub. It comes highly recommended. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? I think that about covers it. Um, well, if there's one item that you had to pick as your favorite. As my favorite? As your favorite, what would you pick? Ouch. I know, it's rough. We got a lot. Can I pick one in every category? No. <laughs> um, I'll give you a top three. My top three, I mean, this Moss Agate Tower I got from Ravenstone. Truly, it's the first one I've ever seen. And her they name had, is Maggie? Her name is Maggie. Yes, they name their crystals there. Uh, she's cool. She's rad. I love moss. Um, my second thing is probably the buffalo jaw. It really meant a lot to me, and I'm very happy we have it. 
and then the third thing would be probably our obsidian dagger just because it was the thing that was on our list to get and it is really freaking cool if i were to take that off because it wasn't a random find the my top third thing would probably be the books i got yeah i mean i haven't read them yet so i can't tell you if i love them or not but from the little i have skimmed and from what made me buy them probably that if not my i'd rather be slowly consumed by moss bumper sticker yeah that was a great find um i would have to say for me my top three are definitely my ouija board i was very happy to find a salem massachusetts board yeah that's really with the planchette people don't understand it's such a big deal to get the fucking planchette but it is so important and Um, to find it in salem i mean it's just so cool it was an amazing find i'm very very happy with that I would also say my Capricorn necklace because yeah. I'm very happy with that piece. That's really cool. It's simple. I'm going to wear it every day for the rest of my life until I die and then probably be buried with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> great find. Um, and then my final thing would probably be my Sleepy Hollow poster. Yeah. Just because it's such so cool to see merch for that movie. I feel like it's a very underappreciated Timber movie. I agree. So. Definitely. Well, I think if you've listened this far to the podcast, you are going to assume we recommend you go to Salem. We recommend you have fun. We recommend you be respectful. And thank you so much for listening. And stay odd, Arcadia.